morning saints you are so blessed the fact that somebody in the morning will take their time to preach the word to you you are blessed that means just each and every morning it's like you are charged with new energy you are charged with new spirit it's like uh, let me say it's like a car in the morning the car that does not have petrol and every morning it goes to a petrol station so that it can move the word that I speak to you in the morning it's like fire it's energy it sparks you it's filled with the Holy Spirit when you catch it we open your heart you take it by faith that word it's enough to give you success throughout the day you are blessed you are blessed let us read the word of God in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 it says for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them but the word preached did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard it wow hallelujah you know what attracts God it's not the word that you speak what attracts God and the angel is not about the word that you spoke but it's about the spirit that is in the word that you're speaking the level of faith that is that in the word that you're speaking it's about the energy that is in the words i don't know if you understand me the level of expectance expectation the level of belief in the word that you're speaking once you have faith in the word that you're speaking it will create a different energy around you and inside of you because god is energy when i say god is energy i mean to say that god is spirit the word that is inside of you it will create energy inside of you the word of god did not work for the children of israel because they did not mix it with faith they did not believe in moses in the wilderness they just said ah he took us he just brought us here in this wilderness we don't know we will see it's the same as you you just speak the word by the stripes i'm healed or i'm prosperous or no, i am no cursing shall dwell on me but you don't expect it to be like that you don't add faith to your words there are levels of faith as well the lord say that what he requires it's a faith as small as a mustard seed what we should do is every time when we speak the word of god speak it with enthusiasm speak it with high belief speak it with high expectation the word when you read it expect for that word to work for you expect like a child that god said it it is done it is like that we are spirit we are energy people god is spirit the angels are spirit but the angels they only hearken to the word of god god the lord of the word in in, in psalms 91 he says that he will the lord will command his angels regarding you to guide you in all your ways he command his angels but his angels cannot guide you cannot hear your prayer unless your prayer it is the word of god that is mixed with faith you can pray the word but if there is no faith in your words that you're praying forget you will not see results but once there is a high degree of belief a high degree of, of faith in your word that you speak unto god or the word that you pray 
I am telling you, it is done before you finish saying amen. The word of God, hence the word of God say that before you say amen, before you, you, you start praying or you finish praying, I would have, or have, I will already answer. It's because of your faith that will make that because your faith will attract your, your angels, your faith inside of you. It will make a big faith inside of you, a big energy inside of you. And that energy inside of you, it does not only reside in you, but it will make a bubble around you. It is the energy that you carry. It is like a bubble that you live in. When I say a bubble, it's like an anointing. Have you heard people talking of an, a bubble? Now it becomes your, your anointing. Your anointing, it is the one that announces you. When you go wherever you go, there's a certain spirit that you carry, that you work with. That is the energy field. You can't see it, but everybody has their own energy. Whether your energy is of faith or whether it's the energy of fear. Science says that, and the word of God says that as well. Wherever you go, faith creates a certain type of energy inside of you. And that is the thing that attracts your miracles. That is the thing that attracts the angels. And that is the thing that the angels hear. I made an example. I said, I remember when I was at varsity. I had a vision where I saw my angel i was told in this vision that this is your angel but now this angel its wings were broken its wings were torn like the angel had big wings but these wings were, were torn they were funny wings they were torn and then they were ugly and torn and i was like why is the angel with with torn wings and i was told that if you do not pray, if you do not believe this angel, the a, the wings become like this, and the more the wings are torn and they are small, that is the more the arrows of the devil go through, and then you get at you don't see results, you get attacked. But if your faith is high, if you pray the more, the wings of the angels they grow, they get replenished because the angels are fighting. That's when I understood there when I was at varsity that okay, the angels are at war. I understood it. Yes, I would read Daniel but it was not uh, registering to me that the angels fight then until I saw my angel I was like okay there is a battle every day so if I pray and pray with faith my angels, they, my prayer, it is the one that gives my angels wings. And the bigger the wings and the stronger the wings of my angels, is the more breakthrough that I will get. Hallelujah, saints. The angels, they hear the word of God in your prayer. But not just the word of God, but the word of God that is mixed with faith. So meaning that you need to make sure we have to be as much as we eat food, we eat food more than faith. We must be uh, beings that cultivate energy. We must be beings that 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 feeds on energy 24/7. You need to protect your energy. You need to feed on your energy. When I say energy, I means the spirit inside of you, the spirit of faith inside of you. How do you make protect the spirit of faith inside of you? And how you do you change it and expect and 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 get a new energy spirit inside of you? The word of God say in Proverbs, it says that write the word of God, you must see it. It says that protect what comes to your ear, protect the word that you see, protect what you speak. 
that is the key to change the spirit, your energy inside of you, to change the anointing inside of you. As much as you are particular about the diet that you eat, be particular about the energy that you're going to host inside of your body. You see, Balaam was a gentle prophet. Balaam was prophesying to the Israelites. He was prophesying what Balak was telling him to prophesy. But when he was in front of him, when he was alone, he could prophesy and say that, yeah, I'm going to curse these people when he was alone. But immediately when he stopped, he stepped in front of them. He saw a different energy. Now the angels of prophecy that were working in Balaam could not speak could not speak through the mouth of Balaam something that is different or a curse they had to speak a blessing because the energy that was in those people it was the energy of faith they just had to it attracted only what was good that was hence the angel of prophecy in Balaam made him to bless them every day be a type of Christian that will say that I will make sure that when I'm sitting I hear the word of God I will make sure that in my office or in my house, I write the word of God in my walls. That's what God told the children of Israel. That's what the Lord told Joshua. He said that write the word in your walls where you can see it. Why was God saying that? It was because God was protecting. He wanted to protect the energy that is inside of them. When you speak, speak the word of God. Speak the word of God. I told you an example of this woman. I will never forget this woman. This woman impacted my life from Zimbabwe, Patricia. This woman became a multi-millionaire in front of me. This woman, she came to pay from Zimbabwe. What only she did not have clothes. What only one, one skirt. She was so tall, she was wearing a skirt that is above the knees. And she was sleeping in the garage toilet. But she heard the word of God and she said, Karen, in three months I will be out of the, the, the garage toilet. This is the woman that every time she would be speaking the word of God. Every time when she was a at her house it will be she moved from the garage toilet as i told you she went into her house just by the principle of faith and when she entered her house she made sure that every room she wrote the word there she made sure when she was in a car she even progressed to getting a car when she was in a car she will you will not hear anything it was the word of god when she walks around it was the she had earphones with the word of god inside of her ears this what it was what she was doing it she was changing the energy inside of her we used to get upset saying that but patricia she's too much she's too spiritual what's wrong with her she wants us to be like her every time hearing i mean she walks around with earphones is the word in her ears all the time when she speaks it's just the word you cannot say that i'm sick or i'm not feeling well if you say i'm not feeling well around if you say i'm not feeling well around patricia she will beat you you can't say that you need to speak the right things. Even if you come to say as your home cell leader, you come with your problem, unless you are a believer, you need to speak the solution. She will beat you. And you were, she was so strict. I'm like, what is wrong with this woman? But her strictness, it helped, it, it worked for her. This is a woman that bought a house in, in, in Horton. Someone that was sleeping, and within a year, someone that was sleeping, sleeping in a garage toilet. Just the word, the, her energy worked for her. Her energy, things were happening fast with her. When you were going to her house, it was the word. 
she hardly watched TV. It was the word she will repeat. If a preach, if the pastor preached something, she will preach that the whole day, repeat that the whole day, listening to it, listening to it. But now it's only now that I'm realizing the I'm getting the principle. What God was doing, it was not about the words that she was hearing, but God was changing her energy field, the spirit inside of her. And that is a thing that attracted because now she loved the Lord from her heart, it attracted things to her speedily. Hallelujah. Um, let us continue with the word of God. I'm reading Revelation chapter 5. It says, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a scroll, written within and on the back, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to lose itself? And no man in heaven, nor in the earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the scroll, neither to look on it. And I went much because, and I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the scroll, neither to look on it. The scroll, you must remember, it is the word of God. You know, um, Paul said that I would not have known coveting unless the Lord, the law said, do not covet. So now this is what scroll, this was the scroll that was sealed, meaning that there was another truth that had to be revealed now. There was another dispensation that had to come in, that they had to be ushered in. But this dispensation, for them to be ushered in, somebody that is what he, that is like the word, had to be the one that was qualified to open that scroll, to usher these people into a different dispensation. Paul said that, I wouldn't have known converting. Hence, had the law said, do not, thou shalt not convert. That means it was another dispensation of knowledge that Paul was being introduced to. Hallelujah. Let us go to Revelation chapter 6 verse 1. And he says, I saw when the lamp opened one of the seals and I heard as it were the noise of thunder, one of the four living creatures saying, Come. And I saw and behold a white horse and he that sat on him had a bow and a crown was given unto him and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Hallelujah. And he, when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, come. Okay. He says that the lamp opened one of the seal. The lamp, the word of God say that the lamp, it represents Jesus Christ. There is, there is a, let me go to verse 12. It says, verse, uh, chapter, uh, Revelation 5, verse 12. It says, saying with a loud voice, what is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. This is what the, the, the lamb is worthy to receive. This is what the word of the lamb. Now, when the people, when they say, what is your word? Your word, you must worth yourself. How do you worth yourself? Now, this is the worth of the lamb. It says, Revelations 5 verse 12 saying with a loud voice 
Worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive. This is the word of the lamb. It causes him to receive this. The lamb supposed to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, and honor, and glory, and blessing. That is the word of the lamb. Meaning that that is the expectation level of the word. That is the operation that the lamb is supposed to operate. And that is the blessing that the lamb carry. That is the honor that the lamb carry. And that's what the lamb emits unto mankind. And now the same lamb with that stature, it is the one that comes to open up the seal. And this lamb, it comes on a white horse. You know, the word of God says that a horse represents understanding. A white horse represents the word of God. In Psalms 45, I think it verses 4. It says that, David says that, the Lord was riding on the word. What do we write? A horse. So, the word of God, it is the one, he came, this lamp, was riding on a white horse. He was riding a white horse representing understanding of the word of God and not just only understanding of the word of God but understanding of the word of God in your senses the word of God the hidden word of God inside of you that's what I read in the book of Joshua it says a word of the word uh, the white horse represented a word of God hidden in your senses your senses it's your inside person the word of God the way you understand it in the inside of you meaning that when you are faced with a situation do you have the word of god inside of you is the word of god in your senses when you are faced with sickness do you react with the energy of fear or do you react with the energy of joy that is your senses so the word of god hidden in your senses the word of god inside your senses it will able to usher you into a different dispensations of victory it will be able to usher you into your breakthrough because the word it is inside your senses and your senses will be faced with a situation with this situation and now the lamp of god will go ahead of you and open the seal for you to usher you into your breakthrough hallelujah let us continue and it says verse 3 and when he had opened the second seal i had the second living creature say come and there went out another horse that was red and power was given to him that sat on it take peace from the earth and they that should kill that it says okay and there went out another horse that was red and power was given to him that sat on it to take peace from the earth and that they should kill one another and that there was given unto him a great sword. Now the red what are the, the red horse? It represents it's the same horses that it represented the word of war when you are in a battle. This is the same red horse that Elijah and Elisha used when they say that the chariots of the Lord. Remember that servant of Elijah when 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 the Sunny Sunny whatever yeah when that king came to attack elijah at that time and the servant was afraid afraid when he say when he saw all the soldiers and the horses of the seneca rib around him and then elijah asked the lord to open up the eyes of 
of the servant. When the Lord asked, when Elijah asked God to open the eyes of the servant and he saw the chariots of the Lord on the hill, the, those chariots represent the word of God. That is the word of God that you see. That's the word of God that you see in front of you. It is the one that will give you the sword, the great sword of the battle to crush your enemy. Every time when you see, and that is the word that is meet with fire. It is like the chariot. That is the word that takes you to battle because now the energy that is in your eyes, it is used to seeing these chariots in front of you. The chariots of the word of God standing in front of you. Hallelujah, saints. Let us continue. And he says, when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come. And I beheld and lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances on his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures say, a measure of wheat for a denarius, and a three measure of barley for a denarius, and see thou burnt not that the oil and the, and the wine. That black horse it is the horse that represents the harvest. It is the horse that comes to eat your harvest. But we overcome that horse with the words of prosperity. You speak faith. Your energy, you speak faith. And you speak faith with enthusiasm, with high expectation. You know, uh, uh, saints, when our faith is filled when, when the words of God and in our sight, our heart and in our spirit is mind, we are filled with the energy of faith. It is easy for, for us to attract things and it's easy for us to change our environment. Actually, the destiny of men is it, it's, it's in their hands. You know, there is that scripture where the word of God says that at the end of, uh, the end of age, when we're standing before the living God, and when the Lord is going to show us the deceiver of the nation, the word of God said that we all going to get shocked and say that is it this thing that deceived us? I'm thinking that we will be seeing, we're going to see fear in its form. We will realize that our doubt and our fear, it is the one that destroyed the world that we live in. God has given us a beautiful world and God has given us keys to make the, this world something beautiful because this world is evolving every day. The world is being renewed every day and even you, you are evolving every day. Every day you receive a new spleen. Every day you receive a new labor. Every day you are receive a new mind. You are, but you do, you are not aware of that. But the more faith energy of faith that you have inside of you you'll be aware of that and then what is inside of you it will be the one that changes the world around you may god bless you have a wonderful prosperous day shalom good day saints you know i woke up myself with this question in my heart and i was asking myself Am I clean before the Lord God Almighty? There are some people that walk around, okay, we walk around dressed, we put on our clothes. But then spiritually you find out that we are filthy, we are not clean. The Lord God Almighty expects us to be clean before him. There's a scripture, it says that um, there were some men that came before the Lord God Almighty and he said that that, that came before the Lord Jesus and those that were not clean, he cast them out into utter darkness because he said that they are defiled, they are not clean, they must go away from him. And actually, 
what makes us to be dirty. It's, it's not merely our actions, not merely what we do, but it's our attitude and what we believe. As the inside, what is inside of you, it is what will cleanse, it will, what will make you pure or defiled. What is inside of you will determine if you're pure or you are defiled or the attitude or the manner that you do things. You know, if, if, you, if you're going to read the word of God or preach the word of God, the, the motive and the attitude when you're reading the word of God or when you preach the word of God, it must be out of the love of truth. It must be out of the love of good, of the love for God, the goodness of God, and the love of truth. And not there are some who read the word of God because they want to be famous, that they want people to see that they know, they know the word, or they, 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 they want to get rich from the word of God, or they want to be honored, or they want to be praised. That is not a right motive of knowing the word of God, if a person's going to read the word of God with that attitude, the real truth, the light of truth, it will hide itself from you because the word of God, it is so, you know, when you read the word of God and you say, Holy Spirit, teach me with the right motive of the love of God and the love of truth and simplicity. That's when the Lord comes and give you a revelation, but the Lord checks your motive when you read the word of God, especially if you are a preacher of the word of God, then you will not get revelation. If your motive is fame, money, honor, you want self-respect, you want people to acknowledge you, you want people to see that, yeah, you can come up with big revelation. He will not give you revelation. He, you will not hear anything from the Lord because God wants us to be clean before him. This salvation, this gospel, it's not about us. It is more about Jesus Christ. And he's the one that called the shots at the end. And he's the one that we must seek after. He's the one that we must run after. But with purity, with the right motive and a right heart and mind, with purity of heart. Let us read the book of Titus. Before I go to Titus, let me go to Matthew 15 from verse 10. It says, and he called, just want to open up this. Okay, so I can see. And he called the multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand. Not that, no, not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth a man. People, some people, they believe that the word of the Lord God Almighty says that the things that are outside cannot make you dirty. But what is inside of you, that is the thing that will make you dirty in front of the Lord God Almighty. Meaning your perception on the inside, your belief on the inside, your perception has to do with your attitude, how you perceive God. How you perceive truth, what you believe about truth, it is the thing that will defile you, not what is outside. If you're gonna sit amongst Muslims and you listen in the word of that will not defile you, but it can pervert what is inside of you. If you're gonna sit amongst people that are drinking or doing dirty things, or people, or if you're gonna pass Sangomas doing ritual, whatever, that cannot defile you. What defiles you is what is inside of you. 
and not only what you believe in but the strong man that is inside of you it is the one that can defile you what do i mean when i say the strong man the lord god almighty say that unless you capture the strong man the goods of the strong man then you can take away you can put in a new thing and take out that which is of the strong man the strong man it can be generational curses it can be i make an example of someone that has born maybe from the family at sangoma or Dinyak. that person you should know that if a person there's a sangoma in the family they make a ritual to dedicate the whole line of that family to that spirit and then whoever that is born into that line of that family is already been claimed by that spirit so they get born with that spirit meaning that there's already perversion there's already defilement in the lineage of that person already it's in their spirit it's within their blood it's inside it's, it's a strong man and that does not have to do only with sangoma it can it's the same thing with witchcraft children that are born into family of witchcraft some of them they do not have a choice already a child is born when the child is born there's already that thing there is that hoho that grows up with them because it is the seed it is the lineage that is inside of them so there is defilement already and that child has does not have a choice has to do already what that generation is doing so some defilement is we are born with it already that is the thing that defiles us inside but the lord there is mercy in god almighty the lord can remove the defilement as well the lord can take out that seed and put in his own seed if a person is willing is a person give their life to jesus christ so already when there's that defilement inside of that person that defilement that seed that is inside of the spirit of the person is gonna determine the type of information that they hear from the word of god almighty it will determine the type of belief and how they believe this spirit this defilement i'm talking about this spirit that is already intertwined with your spirit man was born pure and holy that's how god made us because god when he made us he breathed his spirit inside of us he breathed his identity his nature inside of us but us through the things that we come through i mean if i go back to the point where witchcraft started it started off with the fallen angels the fallen angels are the one that taught men sorcery they are the one that taught men uh, witchcraft and how and magic and stuff this started with the fallen angels because they saw that they could not go back to heaven and then they decided okay the only way to fight with god is to teach men things that will make them to fight with god so that's how the things that started in the generation in the lineage of men and these are the state spirit it perverted it perverts how you hear it determines how you hear the word of god it determines how you're gonna love the hear the, the word of god it's gonna determine purity inside of you that is the, the thing that defiles you inside and not what is outside hallelujah it says let us continue then came his disciples and said unto him, Knoweth thou not that the Pharisee were offended after they had the saying? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father had not planted shall be rooted out. Let them alone, they are blinded leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. You see, and the Lord Jesus said unto thee, Are you also not yet without understanding? Do not ye yet understand that whatsoever into in at the mouth give it into goeth into the stomach and is cast out into the drought. But those things which proceed out of the mouth cometh from the heart, 
and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceeded evil thoughts, murders, adultery, fornication, thefts, false witness, and blasphemies. Do you see what the word of God says that? It says out of your heart. Your heart is the spirit. There is the heart of the spirit. Because already if you are It says for out of the heart proceeded evil thoughts, murders, adultery, fornication, thefts, false witness and blasphemy so already there is the defilement already inside of this person it's like when i look at at at, at abel and cain i don't know which one killed what i think abel is the one that killed cain abel already was the seat of the snake there was perversion in his spirit. That's why he could conceive murdering Cain. He, he did not have a choice in this thing. It is the seed, the spirit that was inside of him. That spirit was affecting the way he thinks. It was affecting the way he sees the world. It was affecting the perception, his perception of the world and the meaning that he was giving out of the world. You know, there are some people where they call, they call them uh, 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 psychopaths or serial killers. Those people, I did a research on psychopaths. I wrote one assignment on that. Those people, the way they interpret the world, it's different. The way they, they, they give meaning to the world, the way they perceive the world and understand truth and everything, it's so different. And their sensory perception of truth and how they, 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 they program truth or anything that comes into their mind, it is different and how they interpret it is different than a normal person. It's totally different and that is psychopath, it's perversion. So it is the seed of the snake that was we don't know exactly what happened. I would not, don't want to talk about this because it's a subject of controversy. What happened with Eve and the snake? When I read in the book of Joshua, I read something different. There is more to what happened to Eve and the, sna and the snake. It was not just an apple, but uh, I read that it was something of that has to do with sexuality. Hence, there was one child was perverted, had to kill. It was the seed of that. They are children that are the seed. The word of God said that the seed of the snake and the, that's why the word of God said, the Lord said that the woman shall crush the seed of the snake. Hallelujah. Let me go on. Let us continue reading the words of God from the book of Titus. Hallelujah. I'm going to read from Titus. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mashata kalabashita kalabasinta kalabashita. I'm reading Titus chapter 1, verse 15. It says, Unto the pure all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. But even their mind and their conscience is defiled. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient and unto every good work. Let me read it again. It says, unto the pure, all things are pure. That means if you have a pure spirit. And a pure spirit, it's not only determined because of the seed that you are from or the, the seed that possessed you. You can decide yourself. You can come from, the, you can be born from the seed of the snake. But you can decide yourself. And say that I want the truth. And you can decide yourself. 
and say that I want purity. Man, there is the, the will of man, it's powerful. We've got choice. We are not victims of forces. We are not victims of demons. No, we are not victims of such things. You choose in each every matter. We are not victims of demons. Demons, when they come to you, when they come and control your mind, they do not come and force your mind and say that you choose. We're choosing you. Yes, the demons, when they come, they seduce your mind. They seduce your choice. They seduce your feeling. They seduce your perception. They seduce your desires. But at the end, your will is above your desires. Your will is above your choices. You desire, okay, you can look at that alcohol. The word of God says that don't look at that alcohol when it's in a glass, when it's like shining and making sparkles or whatever. Especially if you are tempted to alcohol, you look at it now, the demon will be seducing your desire to drink. And then you're looking at it, your eyes are stuck on it. At the end, you will take it. But if you have a strong will, you can say no. Because the will of a human being, it is God. The will, demons, they do not have a will. Angels, they do not have a will. Only God has a will and man has a will. And this is the thing that will cause man to have victory over Satan. Your will. Your will. The time, even if a demon is in front of you, even if multi, the things that you like, that you desire, that seduces you, is in front of you. You can exercise that God part of you inside of you, which is your will, and say no. Once you have done that, that is the nature of God inside of you. The no part. The choice part, the part that you say when you use your will, when you are in front of temptation, when you are in front of demons that are trying to control you and trying to make you things and give you an identity that you do not want, when they want to subject you to that which they want you to be you stand up with your will God say that when he speak to Moses, he says that tell Pharaoh that I am Meaning I am a God with a will. So you are. God said that we are made in his nature. He did not say that to angels. But he said that to men. We have a will inside of you. When the odds get against us. When things do not turn against us. Your will is going to rise up. If you believe in the thing inside of you that says, no, that I'm not worth this, your will has to do with the word. Your will will determine your word, what you are worth. You see, the environment will throw things to you, but your will will say that I'm what this. I am not what this. I'm above this and I reject this and I take this. Hallelujah. Now the word of God say that to the pure, everything is pure. If you've subjected your word, your will to be influenced by the environment, to be influenced by what you see, to be influenced by your senses, then your will, it is not strong. Then you are not men yet. The word of God, you know, Thomas, he said, there is the book of Thomas that has been taken from the Bible. Thomas, he says that a man that knows himself will rule above all men. That means a man that has known to exercise their will, a man that has encountered and known their will, will be able to rule above all men. I've read something in psychology about this other, uh, William Franklin, this psychologist. They were put in the concentration camp. They were faced in a situation where there were people who were dying. They were given bread only once a week. And people were dying. And some, it will be once a month. And people were dying every day in the concentration camp 
camp. But this guy, William Franklin, because his will, he had a will to die. All these people that were in the concentration camp, their will to live was gone already. They did not have a motivation inside of them that they want to live. So that's why they were dying every day because of hunger. But William Franklin, he was not sustained by food. He was sustained by the will to live. He could take his last bread and give it to these ones that were dying, that were next to him. So your will in all matter, I don't care the situation that you were born in, the circumstances that is around you, I don't care the persecution or I don't care the suffering that you are in, your will, but your will. You are men. You are not an animal. You can rise above that situation. That thing is not supposed to control you. You have a will. You have a choice. In each and every member, in each and every matter, you're supposed to say, you can say, no, this is not. I am man. I am like God. I will this to happen and it shall happen as you will. Hallelujah. David comes before the Lord God Almighty after he has slept with Passover. He realizes that he can no longer feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. He realizes that he can no longer stand before the Lord God Almighty. And he comes to God. He says, God, cleanse me. Also you, when you cannot discern your will, when your senses have taken over, when you are weak, you can come before God and say, God, cleanse me. Cleanse me with the pure water of your words. Cleanse me that I may renew a steady heart in front of me. Cleanse me that I may know truth, that I may descend truth. Cleanse me that I may know your Holy Spirit, that your Holy Spirit might be inside of me. What does the word of God say? The word of God say that how does a young man clean their part? By learning to live and walk according to your word. But it starts with your will. You can bring the will, your will as well to God and say, God, you say, I am God. That's what the word of God say that. The word of God say that do not take it to be something small or something to be despised, to be equal to God. Because Jesus Christ, he did not take it robbery, robbery to be equal to God. You are like God. You are made in the image of God. You can be God in this planet. God expects you to be God in this planet. He has given you this planet to rule over it, to dominate it. But as men, we pervert this planet because we look at each other. We become rule for each other. I am looking forward. May God raise up men who will stand up and say that nonsense is nonsense. I am like God. I will dominate and rule this planet in the ways of the living God and I will show what it is to be like God. You can ask God to raise up your will, to raise up your conscience and reject the ways of man. Reject because man is ruled by the God of this earth, which is mormon, which is money. Money is just a thing. It does not have a will. You have something that is above money, which is your will. May God bless you and have a blessed day. Shalom.